All right, Cam Acord joins us now. We'll start with Mike Reese. I'll ask anybody else with questions for Cam. Please raise your hand. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, Cam, how we doing today? Doing good, Mike. How we doing? All right. I had a couple cleanup ones from the game, if that's okay. I know you're already looking forward, but there was some good special team stuff to go through um, from the game. So the first one was the one of Jake's punts in the fourth quarter, the one that the guy apparently tipped. Like, what does that say about Jake that he – I think it was a 46-yarder, if I'm not mistaken, if I have the yards on – like, the guy tipped it, and it still went 46 yards. Like, is there anything to read into that in terms of, like, how that happens? You know, a lot of times it also depends on, you know, anytime a ball is slightly tipped or anything like that is how much contact actually was there. You know, um, was it a fingernail? Was it a finger? Was it actually, like, the middle, uh, the middle part of the finger? Um, that plays into it. And then the spin of the ball and the direction you're, you're hitting it. Um, when you're, the ball comes off the foot, you know, you're working for that tight spiral in, in most normal punting situations. So as the ball comes off the foot, you're looking for the spin. Well, if you hit the tip of it and you're actually spinning opposite, all right, so if we're going to our right here and the ball is going to spin with this trajectory and I hit it here, it's still going to keep carrying. Same thing if I hit it here and I, it's going to spin this way. So it's a lot of times to do with the contact. That's why a lot of times you can see a tip ball. It depends on how the punter's punting the football, whether it may go straight down the line of scrimmage, you know, if it's tipped. Now, if it's blocked, that's a different story. But on a tip, it all depends on the trajectory of the ball coming off the punter's foot, which can actually affect the distance or, you know, does it get it clean enough, you know, to affect, you know, the hang time. Obviously, Jake's got a strong leg there. Um, you know, anytime you're dealing with a tip and you're able to hit a ball still that distance, you know, that just shows how strong they get, Jake's leg is. And then um, another one I was curious about, when you watch that that extra point um, that didn't make it in, it was left. Did that by any chance? Did you see any um, any contact there from the rush, or was that just no 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 making contact with the ball that changed the trajectory of the kick by any chance? No, I didn't. I didn't see any, anything on that. Um, you know, you know, the one thing about it is, you know, dealing with everything in that situation and the elements, you know, they all play a factor. But there was nothing from the uh, the uh, the other end of it that we saw that was you know a factor going forward. And Kim, my last one was um, on the wing of the field goal protection team. I know we're getting technical here, right? But, you know, oftentimes, you know, your sides are outnumbered by how many rushers they can have versus how many blockers you can have. So I assume you want to block to the inside because that's the quickest path to get to where the ball is being kicked, right? So if you got to let someone go, it's probably going to be the one furthest away. I could be wrong on that, but you can teach me about that later. But, but the wing... Like, it looked like there was some pressure that, that got in there a couple times. And I'm just wondering, it, what can the wing do? Is it the punch, you know, to, or, like, to, to keep that pressure maybe from getting to, you know, the kick? Yeah, so, you know, just like you said, it's almost like offensive line. You want to protect inside out. You obviously want to protect inside out. The straight line, the shortest point is A to B, you know. So you want to protect, you know, the apex, just like in punting. Same thing with the field goal. You want to protect the A gap, the B gap, C gap, D gap, to the, what we call the O gap on the outside to start with. So, you know, what you're looking for is you're looking to obviously punch, you know, as a wing, you know, two to one, protecting inside. And then you just got to get enough punch with that outside arm to redirect the guy off the edge. As long as you get enough out there, you know, it's tough to come off the edge with the operation times. And the way the, the operations go, you know, you're looking at one, two, eight, one, two, sevens on operation times back there from snap to kick. 
Um, so the guy's got to go, you know, call it eight yards, bend a corner, dip a shoulder um, around the wing and get to the block point on the inside, you know, in one point called maximize 1.3 seconds. So a lot has to go right. They have to get a really good get off on the edge. So as a wing, you're just looking to really punch that guy. As long as you can get a little bit of redirect on him, you should be fine off the edge. But to your point, you got to protect inside out first because that is the shortest distance. Next up, Chris Ryan and Phil Perry. Hey, Cam. Uh, obviously, the Ravens had a lot of difficulty with the conditions on Sunday night, and uh, your group appeared to be obviously much better prepared and able to deal with um, those conditions. This is a theme that has obviously built up over many years um, with the Patriots maximizing opportunities in, in bad conditions. In your view, why why is that? How are you able to have that type of success, and, and why do other teams not have success. You know, I, I attribute that to, you know, the coach and practicing in any condition, um, whether it's raining, snowing, the wind's 50 miles an hour, the rain's going sideways. I think practicing in those elements um, on a consistent basis, because we are in the Northeast and we do get, you know, rain all the time, whether it's snow and, and just going out and practicing those elements, that helps us deal with it on a game day atmosphere and, you know, just getting used to that. So the more we can go out in the elements, I think it's the more prepared we are. And, you know, not going inside or, or taking the day and be like, all right, let's get out of the elements. as more of the mindset of, hey, we're going to have to play in this eventually in one day and going out to practice and dealing with it and not trying to make it easy on anybody at practice for sure. Is there an excitement in that, particularly from a special team's perspective, of this is how we're going to, you know, address this? Uh you know, it depends on which, which side you're talking about in the kicking game at that point. You know, um, when you're dealing with the weather, you know, anytime, you know, you're holding the ball or you're putting the ball or you're kicking the ball, it's kind of like, you know, it's like, all right, we got to make sure we concentrate here. You know, it's a little bit more emphasized on handling the football. Whereas you're in, if you're in the return game aspect and you're thinking of it from return phase, you're like, all right, we have a really good opportunity to either get a good off, maybe mishandle a snap, you know, get a chance for a block, miss hits, short balls, you know, chances to get big returns. So, it goes both ways as, as a coach and as a player. It depends on which part of the game you're in at that moment. Are you kicking the ball and are you the one handling it or you're the one on the receiving end trying to get the ball back? You know, so it's a little bit up and down mindset there, but there's definitely some excitement because there's more opportunities there, you know, in the conditions for sure. Thanks. Hmm. And it looks like last question will be for Phil Perry. Hey Cam, how's it going? Good, Phil. How are we doing? Pretty good. I um, wanted to follow up on something that Bill just mentioned about Ryan Izzo and, and how um, important he's been in terms of his availability this year. It looked like maybe he took on a, um, some additional roles, special teams-wise, this past week. So I just wanted to get your perspective on, on how Ryan has, has contributed to what you guys are doing in the kicking game. Yeah, you know, it, Izzo does a good job for us, you know, whether it's, you know, been at practice and, and being the next guy in, the next guy up, working just on, on, on different reps behind, um, not necessarily throughout the season getting every rep, but getting the mental reps as well at practice. So, you know, we obviously put a load on him. He was able to help us, you know, in protection out there and you look forward to him you know, moving forward, helping us as well, just, you know, as the games progress and they go forward, you know, each guy as your depth chart or injuries occur in a game, you got to have that next guy ready to go. You know, and Izzo was ready to go, and he was able to step up, you know, and provide some depth for us there for sure. Cool. Thanks, Cam. Thanks, Phil.
Thank you very much, Ken. Yeah, thank you.